Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, this week you are the self disciplined announcer, according that to that. I software. am. I am for I- sure. I love it so much. In fact, I'm going to update my Instagram right now. You're going to have to do it every week. I should. No one will ever be able to find you because it's just changed no, every week. not at all. So you did a flaccid opening this week, yes, or last week? What was it? When was your flaccid opening? My flat. Oh, I was this a uh, couple, <laughs> couple days ago. Uh, last Wednesday, I went in, but it was just to... Um, set PPE up and clean the rooms, get everything ready. So my my true flaccid beginning was 10 a.m. I still slept in. 10 a.m. on Monday. How'd it go? Yeah, it was fine. I, I remembered I don't really like going in. <laughs> I saw our friend Erin Elliott posted. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> she took all of the PPE that she had spent all that time gathering up and whatnot and uh-huh. was like, here it goes into the final resting place in the storage closet where I'll never be seen again, which is kind of what I've predicted for a lot of this stuff is that we're just spending so much money on this garbage. Yep. People are putting on the stuff, making it through half a patient and then saying this sucks and, and stopping. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, uh, I'm ready to fill a landfill right now. I, I got these boxes of face masks and, um, showed them to the staff and they just looked at me and they're like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, well, it's available. Um, so if OSHA, it's asked, here if you want it. That's yeah. what, that's my role. Yeah, I, I, I've made it available. You declined. Sign right here to prove it. I will not be the cops. No, you're I told an adult. That. You're the right. Adult. Everything I have provided for you is what I everything you could possibly want. I have provided to you. If you choose not to wear it, that's on you. I'm not going to walk around and tell people to pull their masks up and put on a, a paper gown and <sighs> yeah yeah it uh... I, i'm just not it's not my job i'm i don't i'm not doing that so either like wear what you want to wear and i don't care i don't care um i ran I it a, a lot of 15 years ago yeah i think a lot of people are going through that same thing um my hygienists are just they are locked and loaded on that like 3M P100 respirator. They're still wearing them. We're like on week three. They're are they still really? wearing it. Yeah. Oh, good for them. One of them has switched to a true N95 with a, uh, a uh, regular surgical mask over it. The other two are, are locked and loaded on their P100s, which is just baffling to me. Because wow. I, I mean, I did it for a little while. Screwed up my hair. It was out. <laughs> And did they start seeing spots? I mean, were they in a hypoxic a moment and, and just... I don't know. I, I... <laughs> I'm afraid what my what? margins would look like uh, under like a full hypoxic state. I mean, did you ever do scuba diving? I never have 
because okay. I love gear. Okay. <laughs> I love well, everything with gear. And so scuba diving is one oh, of those things that I know one day I will yes. go down that rabbit hole. I did that. And it's going to be long and expensive. It was very expensive. We just recently, as we were downsizing, I sold thousands of dollars of shit back to the scuba place for like 30 bucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but one of the, the I, got, I got all the way to like rescue level and I, we had to go to, um, we had to experience nitrogen narcosis. And so what they, what they <laughs> that do... That sounds awesome. It, it was pretty much. I, I mean, um, most of the, the inter- interesting stuff is at 60 feet water depth. And then maybe some extreme stuff, you might go down maybe to 100, 100 feet. It's darker down there. Your tank won't last as long, all this kind of stuff. So they made us go to 130 feet and they wow. did a, a simple math. They had on their little... Deep. Talk- <laughs> yeah. So on that little whiteboard they, with a grease pencil, they wrote... a. You know, four digits over four digits, and had us add it, do a little addition. I had I fucked up that problem so bad. I, I it was the dumbest. I, I'm trying to argue the the re, the math and carrying the one to the guy at 130 feet, and he's just laughing in his scuba gear. And then we had to go back up and decompress and everything. And he goes, "What the fuck, dude?" And I'm like, "I don't even know what you're talking about." <laughs> just, that, so yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what I, start I think happening. We're gonna we're gonna wear these things. We're gonna be, you know, narking out, and and we're gonna try to crown prep. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's not a good. I idea. did a few preps like during quarantine, like broken teeth uh-huh. with that thing on. It wasn't bad. Um, the problem is, is just like I, no one can hear you, and my <laughs> yeah. hygienists are trying to tell me things, and it yeah. it's like it's I can't hear them. Yeah. Holly put on the, the, the face shield and then said, take a picture of me. I'll, I'll send it to you later. And uh, she's speaking. She is, It's kind of like your ears are plugged and you start talking really loud because they think right. you... Yeah. And she's shouting and I'm like, oh, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I We have to talk about this thing that I wrote. <laughs> and I wouldn't talk... I would never just like pimp my own article because it's no, not it, how I am. Some Sometimes you, you actually have some good shit. It's rare. So I, I, yes, it is rare. <laughs> I wrote this article for, for dental economics. For mm-hmm. the, we have this thing called the morning huddle now or the morning mm-hmm. briefing mm-hmm. comes out twice a week. Okay. Um, and it was the title of it, the strained clinician relationship. Why dentists and hygienists need to be working together during COVID-19. Right. And this article just says like, Hey, Things have never been as bad between dentists and hygienists as they are now. It's basically I can't think of any time. The article. Yep. And it has a screen grab of a hygienist on one of the groups, specifically detailing how other hygienists need to go about whistleblowing on their bosses. Yeah. So I laid out like, hey, dentists, you should be cool. And you should try to find all the stuff that your team needs. You uh-huh. should really, really try. Right. And Listen if you can't, yeah. Yeah. If you can't get their help and talk to them about it, mm-hmm. Pr- I mean, pretty easy stuff. Give them a little extra time to do what they need to do because they're going to be working a little slower and they they feel like they need more time to turn over the room. They will find that not to be the case. I almost guarantee you, but give them the time that they need to feel comfortable. Right. Hygienist, talk to your dentist. If you have a concern, mm-hmm. talk to your dentist. First, that's where you start. You start by talking. Don't listen to the people on the boards who are telling you to blow the whistle at step one. Mm -hmm. Find ways to help your dentist. 
I know it's been stressful for hygienists, but hygienists don't really have ownership stake in the practice that they work in. They don't have notes. They don't have liens. They don't have the tax implications. They don't have to worry about feeding all of the families that are associated with the practice. The, the, the government assistance that we are getting is not free, uh, contrary to what people believe. Um, but at the end of the day, do not whistleblow on your doctor. There was a part of this article that got cut out that I wish didn't get cut out. Oh. And it basically said, if your office, if the dentist that you work for is asking you to do things in a not safe manner, they're not providing you the PPE, they're asking you to move too fast, they're asking you to do things that the state does not allow and Mm -hmm. making you feel uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. this is not the first time that they've asked you to do something that you shouldn't be comfortable with. Mm Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you agree with that? Oh, a hundred percent. Why whistleblow now? Why is this the thing? Mm-hmm. Why not whistleblow about all of the other things in the past that that dentist has asked you to do that wasn't ethical or moral? Mm-hmm. But now, now is the problem. They cut mm-hmm. that out. I'm fine with that. Yeah. That's cool. I got a resp- I got about <laughs> 35 responses to this. Uh-huh. The worst of which uh, I posted on the funny shit group. Okay. Um, in case you're not a member of that group, I, I just feel like we have to read this. Yeah. Yeah, you should. <clears throat> this is an email from a hygienist that I received Friday morning. The article was published Friday morning, 5 a.m., something like that. Hmm. This article was there when I woke, or this this uh, email was in my inbox when I woke up. So it was one of the first responses I got. Okay. I just finished reading your article about the strained relationships between RDHs and dentists. I almost did not write because it really seemed unworthy of my time or energy. However, since you feel since you felt like you needed to deliver a smackdown, I will do the same. In your transparent attempt to manipulate RDHs with your article, you disdain for our profession is elucidated. As is your hypocrisy. Out of one corner of your mouth, you say we need to play nice together in the sandbox. And out of the other corner of the mouth, you use inflammatory words like weaponize. It is truly the most biased, condescending article I have ever read. I think the only thing that tops this is a memory of a dentist in Providence, Rhode Island, circa 1980s, telling dentists uh, that hygienists are necessary evils. And how dare you tell employees that they should not follow proper channels to report things that are unsafe for them or the patients at the office. It is not in our purview to play defense for dentists. Quite to the contrary. It is the responsibility of an employer employer to pay, play defense for his staff and patients. When that is not being done, there are proper channels in place to ensure that standards are upheld. And we most certainly should and will turn to OSHA, CDC, dental boards, not out of retaliation or spite, but because doing so is actually the right thing to do. Due to the dripping condescension in your article, it will likely have the opposite effect than you intended. It will inflame RDHs as it did me. Did you not think that most people will read and let quote, unless we are being asked to perform 20 profies a day while wearing garbage bags and oven mitts, we should keep our mouth shut and not feel ill-used and not feel the passive aggression poorly hidden with your attempt at humor. 
We are not here to be sugar and spice and everything nice. We are professionals that need to take care of our health, our family's well-being, and especially the health and safety of our patients. Shame on you for living in the world you inhabit. And I'm not lying. Karen, RDH. (laughs) This fucking woman's name is Karen. Uh Uh-huh. Now, I looked up her information, and I'm not going to put her on blast, but I should. Karen, who practices in Santa Barbara, California. I know who your boss is. Mm -hmm. And let's just say I have an envelope on my desk addressed to your boss. I may send it. I may not. But I think your boss would like to know this bullshit email you sent me. What does this mean? Shame on you for living in the world you inhabit. Lance, where the fuck am I supposed to live? Yeah, I was going to ask. The world that I don't inhabit? Fake it till you make it? I don't know. Uh, Have you seen The Good Place? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're like almost through binging the entire Good Place. Is this like the fucking Mindy... Am I supposed to move to Mindy St. Clair's house, the medium place? That's a world I don't inhabit. Yeah, well, you could try. You won't be there long. You read the article that I wrote. I did. Was there any condescension in there? Only that I... I put there myself. <laughs> Was I throwing shade no, at anybody? No, no, no. I, I just said, if you don't feel comfortable, fucking talk to your boss first. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that's pretty easy. Also, Dennis, try to do what you can. Yeah. Make a legitimate effort. Be cool. Even if you don't care, pretend to care. That's I, I had <laughs> a list of items for Dennis and hygienists that were the same length. Uh-huh. The same number of things. Okay. The screen grab, I got a bunch of emails that the screen grab that I got was taken out of context. Okay. The screen grab says, quote, if you check out the PPE requirements and have concerns about your safety at work, ask your boss verbally or in writing, which is great. Or <laughs> go to the OSHA site. And it tells you where to click. Mm-hmm. Why or? Why do you need or? No or. Talk to your boss. Yeah, yeah. If they it, tell you to fuck off, then call OSHA. Exactly. But don't call OSHA first. No, no. That's like we don't do nu- full-scale nuclear war before we try diplomacy first. Right. That's Stop kinda, asking for it. Exactly. Try some diplomacy. It's once diplomacy fails, that's when we bomb Iraq. Um, I'm trying to find the the email that I sent back to her. <laughs> um, this is what I wrote back for. Okay, I wrote back to her. Thanks for your input, Karen. My apologies for inflaming you. My intention was to show both sides. I'm sorry you only saw the one side of it. Best of luck in your future endeavors. Be well. I just love her name is Karen. I just, I love that. Do you know how hard that email was to type? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can imagine. <laughs> the hardest thing I've done in a long uh-huh. time. How many times did you write it? Did you keep it deleting and you oh, write and delete? Seven and... times. Exactly. That's how I would have yeah. done it. Yeah. Seven times. And then I'd have Holly read it and then she'd say, delete the whole thing and I'd start over. And again, rinse and repeat. Uh, I just, 
It is. It's um. It's the mirror of Erised. Do you get that? The, the article I wrote is the mirror of Erised. Do you know that reference? I don't. Uh-uh. It's a Harry Potter reference. The mirror of Erised um, is in the first book, the first Harry Potter book, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Uh-huh. Uh, if you're British, right. uh, yeah. Sorcerer's Stone here in the United States because we're dumb. We suck. Um, yeah, uh, the Philosopher's Stone. Uh, Harry discovers in the Room of Requirement the mirror of Erised. Uh, which is a mirror. When you look into it, uh, you see uh, your um, deepest and uh, you know uh, deepest wants and desires. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so it tells you a lot about the person based on on what they see, right? So Harry looked into it, and Harry saw uh, him with his family, his parents. Right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. right. Um, and then Ron looked into it, and he was like getting all these awards because he had a family, but he never got any attention. Right. Uh, and so, you know, everybody looked or saw something different when they looked into it. Um, and, and that's kind of what this is. It's it. I think if you read the, I, I think Dennis read the article and we're like, yeah, that's super even uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> and shows both sides and is not inflammatory at all. And hygienists read it and they go fucking insane. Yeah. It's like a dog whistle. Yeah. I'm yeah. not calling hygienist dogs. Don't, that's, <laughs> I don't want to get emails about that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like, it's you know it's a tone that we as dentists cannot hear, but hygienists hear it, and they yeah. just go nuts. And that uh-huh. that wasn't the intention of it. The intention was was don't like. There's only one person in this fight who has a gun, and that's hygienists because they can blow the whistle on some uh-huh. bad shit for dentists and make dentists life really hard. Uh huh. And so if dentists want to get going again and pull them off unemployment, they're not ready to go. They have this gun. Dentists don't have that gun. We have There's no board for us to report a hygienist to. Yeah. It's a one-sided fight, it, the way I see it. And so, you know, it's just interesting to me to see the hygienist reaction to this. I got... Yeah, I mean, it's um, one-sided. I mean, you could say they've got... Well, we the only thing we have with, with a problematic hygienist is to sever the relationship fire them it's a fairly minor thing their gun is a freaking nuclear war they they right they, we they have no clue. yeah we we're done we're destroyed right they, they just pick up the pieces and go next door and work someplace else but we're destroyed right right it's so i it, it's it's amazing to me i i didn't quite understand i i literally wrote the article in five minutes we had a conference call mm-hmm. about this uh, morning briefing thing. Uh-huh. Uh, and I like, while I was on the call, I was just like, Hey, I've been seeing the, I like, I'd seen that post passed around. Uh-huh. This is bullshit. I'm seeing a bunch more stuff like this. This is as bad as it's ever been. And I literally whipped it up in five minutes and sent it to my editor. It was funny. I had a patient um, today and, and he was talking about, you know, he wished I would have just been open during the the shutdown anyway, kind of thing. And I said, to be honest, I was tempted, but they've, they set up these websites to have, the staff turn us in. Anybody knows somebody working there and they just looked at me like, that's just stupid. That's crazy that they encourage that type of behavior. And I'm like, you know, it is what it is. So I didn't dare cry, you know, become a scab kind of cross the line kind of thing that because there were too many people that were bloodthirsty. I did. Um, I've talked about this a couple times. Kirk Barrett has this, this webinar thing. It's still fucking going by the way. Oh yeah. They asked me to be on it like in June. Like, I'm back to work. What are we doing? Why? How long is this thing going to go on? Like, oh, till it's over. Uh, when is that? Never. Yeah. It's never going to be over. Uh huh. So I remember like that first day um, I was on and 
maybe the next day, like day two. I mean, this is like March yeah. 18th. Yeah, I remember. 17th, yeah. somewhere in there. Like, it's like early on. Yeah. The ADA had like just the day before released their recommendation to close. And uh, yeah, a the, friend of mine. Zombie spokesman? Yes, with, with the zombie Chad Gahani, uh, ADA president. <laughs> um, a friend of mine, Chris Ramsey, had gone on, on uh-huh. the show and um, had basically said, like, I'm still working because I believe in the First Amendment and uh-huh. I believe that I make the decision that's best for my practice, not the ADA, uh-huh. and until the state board tells me to do so. And he got fucking charcoal. Oh. The, the people on that chat were grilling him. Wow. Well, Chris is a great speaker. He's got a great topic on like the power of persuasion. And Chris's partner, Rob Ritter, has got great content too. Mm-hmm. And Kirk basically iced them out of this deal. He's never asked them to come back because wow, because Chris Ramsey took it on himself to make the decision about what was right for his practice. Fuck that. Wow. No. We should all have been trusted to make the right decision for our practice. Uh, exactly. And, exactly. And this is bullshit. And anyway, Lance, this is an advice show. Well, sometimes. I didn't expect to spend 20 minutes. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, well, I was going to do one other thing because I just got an email into our email inbox for the show and it's so fucking good, but we need oh, yeah. we need a lot of time on it. And, oh, really? And I, okay. We can't do it uh, in, uh, in this amount of time. All right. Um, we answer questions we find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit! We strive to help dentists and dental team members with their own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want a bunch of, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Not this week. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, who's the best hygienist of all time? Because we all know that Karen is the greatest <laughs> hygienist ever. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Um, Rella Christensen kind of has the Karen haircut. Yeah, yeah, you're right. A little. A little bit. Um, question one. From our good friend, Gina Dorfman, the birthday outrage. A long-term patient received an automated email from us that said something like, Dear Paul, on this special day, we wanted to drop you a quick note to wish you a very happy birthday. We wish uh, for you to be healthy, look your best, and feel great. We hope that next year is filled with joy and success. Your dental team at Dentistry for Kids and Adults. It seems that Paul didn't like our email because he wrote back, Read in Canadian accent. (laughs) Oh, God. Here we go. Look, I gave you my birthday to confirm my identity with the insurance company, not to be weaponized against. (laughs) What is this accent? It's so bad. (laughs) Oh, look, I gave you my birthday eh, to confirm my identity with the insurance company, not to be weaponized against me. I've just turned 63, eh? And I fucking hate being required to pass out my goddamn birthday. Stop using my personal data against me, eh? Never send another birthday notice to me or even talk to me about it unless you include a check for $500, eh? When my practice administrator showed me this email, my initial reaction was, wow, this guy's an asshole. Noticing his signature confirmed my theory. This family has been coming to me since the year I opened my practice. The mom is normal, but the rest of the family is interesting, to say the least. Paul probably enjoyed writing this email thinking that he was funny and clever. So when I saw the name, I thought, this is Paul. 
Don't get your panties in a bunch. Josh, feel free feel free to skip or substitute this figure of speech. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to write it just as it's written. Not thong, though, right? <laughs> Why not just opt him out and move on? But after thinking about it, I realized that Paul might have a point. Every year, for the past 10 years, he's received the same automated birthday greeting from our practice. He might also have gotten one from his optometrist, his dry cleaner, Costco, and Google. He probably also received 10% off happy birthday from The Gap or whatever retailer he uses. I am sure he knows it's an automated message, not something that was sent personally to him. My quick note was another junk mail he had to delete on his birthday. So after some consideration, I decided to stop sending these automated emails. Of course, that same day, we received another response from a different patient. She wrote, this is the most thoughtful of birthday wishes. Heartfelt gratitude from Paulette. Yes, Paul and Paulette are real names. So should we continue sending automated birthday greetings? Yes. <laughs> Done. Easy. It's the like it's the most innocuous thing. It's it's just like the 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 posts you find on Facebook that that piss you off. Keep scrolling. Ignore it. Don't that, if you don't like it, don't don't read it. But it's it's a simple thing. We have it. I, I lots of our patients really do appreciate the thought, even though there wasn't any and it was automated. But they still appreciate it. And those that get pissed off, just press delete. Move on. You know, I, I'm not a big birthday guy. I'm not either. And so, like, stuff like that. I, I, I get a birthday greeting every year from the fucking Honda Accord message board forum or whatever. Yeah. From, like, when I was in college and had a 1997 <laughs> Honda Accord special edition and was trying to find, like, wiring diagrams for how to wire a Sirius XM radio, like, back in literally 2001. Yep. I still get that same fucking email. It's 2020. I signed up for that message board when I was 24 years old. I am now 40. Like, I'm 40. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm, a I'm man. 40. <laughs> but I don't get pissed off at the forum. No, no, of course not. The ones I love, I love. All right. So there are ones that I do. Most of them I just delete. Mm -hmm. There are ones that I love, though. Do you? Huh. Starbucks is one. Say okay. fucking give me something. There you go. It's even better. Do you like those? Like when you get something? Yeah. If, if I'm going to get a, like a little coupon for, you know, a free fries at McDonald's or something. Sure. Sweet. Yeah. Like my favorite sandwich place, Lenny's does it. They'll give you like free chips and a drink uh, or maybe even a free sub. I can't even remember. Uh, but mm. they give you like a free something like Potbelly gives you like a free cookie. Um, trying to think Starbucks is the free, you know, 150 star item. Um, so you could get. You know, pretty much any latte with that. You can mm -hmm. get any 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 coffee drink. You get sous vide egg bites. You nice. get a breakfast sandwich. You get a lot of stuff with that. So I love those. Mm -hmm. I love anything that gives me something. Yeah. J. Crew gives you like a twenty five percent off coupon, which is sweet. Vineyard Vines gives you like twenty percent off coupon code. It's like nice. good for that week or that for month sure. or something like that. I love those. I'm all for that. Do you think he's pissed that he didn't get something? Well, he hasn't got anything for the last ten years, so. Why piss now? That's true. He's having a shitty day, I guess. Yeah, I think it just happened to be a bad day. Having a COVID birthday, I guess, would well, suck. I, that's, I did. I turned 50 right in the beginning of the shutdown. So, Yeah, what uh, was your birth date? I don't remember. March 31st. 
And oh, so, was it then? Uh huh. And so it was cool. Skyler got up early and went uh, to um, the original pancake house. Was doing takeout, so she brought some eggs and bacon home and went out to Krispy Kreme and got some donuts and then went off to the Dutch Bros and got some coffees. And by the time I woke up, I had a birthday breakfast. So as sucky as it was, it was really cool. Was I? Did I work on that episode during the lockdown? I don't even remember that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Fuck, that seems like five <laughs> years ago, Lance. <laughs> it does. Um, my sister turned 60 last week. Oh. And so my niece organized like a car parade. And oh, yeah. we live in, my, my sister and I, we, we both live in the same community called Shavano Park, which okay. is um, like a, a, you know, it's, we're, we're sort of our own incorporation, but we're like within the city limits of San Antonio. So it's like literally San Antonio all around us. Okay. And we're just like this little this little area, this the little municipal ever you know, expanding arm of San Antonio is it engulfs and like the Borg. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, territory. exactly. It just goes around us. So we're uh-huh. like thirty five hundred people in Shavano Park. Okay. So it's a small it's a small little town, but it's in the middle of San Antonio. All right. So my niece got all these people. I mean, there must have been fifty cars. Um she got the fucking fire department. Wow. And, and the ambulance and a police escort. That's awesome. Like, what? Don't you people have some other better shit to do? <laughs> what happens if there's a fire or an uh-huh. emergency? Like, uh-huh. oh, we'll be there in a minute. We're doing a birthday parade for some <laughs> woman. Yeah. So they did the whole deal and we, you know, we drove by and all that. And then we swung around the neighborhood and dropped the dogs off because we had like the convertible with the dogs in it. Mm-hmm. Um, dropped the dogs off and went back over because I'd gotten her a birthday cake from my friends uh, Nacho and Susanna at Delice Chocolatier. Um, so I brought her this birthday cake. Fucking, they crushed it. Strawberry champagne. It was so good. Um, but then it like turned into just a fucking birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so there's probably 15 people there, which was, I guess, against city ordinance at that point. But oh, no one yeah. really seemed to give a fuck. Uh, yeah. So like, yeah, I get it birthdays during this time suck. So maybe he was curmudgeonly about that. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. so this came from Gina Dorfman. Okay. Who we love. She's our queen. Super fan. Um, she cited some shit. I have not had a chance to get into yet, but apparently we predicted some stuff about aerosols. <laughs> I need to go back and listen. Cause we need to highlight, we need to do an episode about that. If, yeah. If I, we meant did. To, I meant to go back you, and look. And- you said something of like, we're like the Simpsons, which <laughs> uh-huh. is totally true. Like Simpsons do that shit all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so I'm assuming this went out via Yappy. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. I would, I would guess if, if there's automated email coming out of Gina's office, it's coming from Yappy. It's gotta be, man. I have a new feature idea for Yappy. Okay. So we both said we love it when we get birthday emails that have something in there. Mm-hmm. I would love for Yappy to negotiate a, a deal. Ooh. Ne- negotiate something nifty and thrifty for uh-huh. all of the Yappy subscribers. So this would be I see what, you did what I would call a killer app. A, a, uh-huh. a, in, in more ways than one, a killer app. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like they said... Um, you know, like every new piece of technology has to have like a killer application, right? Where you see right. it and you're like, I need that. Right? Mm-hmm. I need it for right. that. Uh-huh. This could be Yappy's uh, pun intended killer app. I, I need Gina to negotiate with Outback Steakhouse. Ooh. And give every dental patient of a Yappy office on their birthday a free Bloomin' Onion. 
There you go. I I feel if anybody can close that deal, it's Gina. Probably, yeah. I'll back. I'm sure is hurting right now. They need people in butts. Hell I don't, yeah. I don't see a lot of people getting fucking Outback take Outback Steakhouse to go. Right. <laughs> I don't picture their to go business being good. So they need all they can get, and they know that fucking Bloomin' Onion puts butts in seats. Hell yeah. I mean, if you just had dental patients on their birthday, you're like, fucking free Bloomin' Onion from Lance Timmerman. Love that guy. Got yeah. me a free Bloomin' Onion. And I'll pay, I'll pay like 300 bucks a year for that feature. Sure. And Gina can work out that affiliate program somehow with Yahoo uh-huh. for the yeah. fucking Bloomin' Onion add-on package. Hell yeah. Wouldn't you? Just so good. I Man. It's a no-brainer. I, I, it's got to be the blooming onion, though. I don't want fucking shrimp on the Barbie. I want a blooming onion. Maybe thunder down under. Wait, no, the um. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're thinking of something else. Why yeah. has there not been a crossover between oh, yeah. Thunder Down Under and Outback Steakhouse, where the fucking guys from Thunder Down Under are your waiter at Outback Steakhouse? Uh huh. Uh huh. Why hasn't this happened, Lance? It seems like a match made in heaven. Why don't we start this? Copyright that shit. No, 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 no. That's ours. Nobody can take that idea. That's ours. Anybody listening needs to sign an NDA. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything better than a Bloomin' Onion that, that we could offer dental patients? I don't think there is. I mean, obviously, that's the best. But, I mean, they get a free toothbrush when they get their Profi. So, that's not... I'm not... I don't really care about that. No, I'm not giving them free whitening on their birthday. Oh, fuck That's no. too much work. No. That's too expensive. Exactly. Um, it's a blooming onion, man. It's a blooming onion or bust. It seems the most logical. I Do you have birthday foods? What do you mean? No. You're I'm looking gonna... at me like I'm <laughs> an idiot. Well, I do that a lot. Um, I have foods that I will only eat on my birthday. Like, I don't... I, so one thing is is uh, cheese fries from Shake Shack. I'm not getting that on like fucking September 22nd. Like that's not happening. You could, but if it's my birthday, I'll get it. That's the only day of the year that I would get that. Uh, no, Blue and onion is kind of the same way. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't think of anything that I designate certain times of the year or days of the any no. You should uh, designate the Bloomin' Onion only for birthdays. Okay. Done. Bloomin' Onion. You heard it here, folks, first. Do you know, have you my... any idea how many calories are in a Bloomin' Onion from Outback Steakhouse? 2,320. 3,080. Jesus. <laughs> There's your daily uh, allotment right there. 3,080 3, <laughs> calories. And I don't... I'm, I'm not sure if that... Include sauce. <laughs> Probably not. I, I would I would guess when they were testing. Um, it, wow. Uh, holy shit. Yeah. That's... Three. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, that's a food you should only eat on your birthday. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to do it, save it. So I, I think next time Paul has a birthday... Mm-hmm. You should send him a special note saying, oh, by the way, Paul, we turned off your birthday notifications. But had we not done that, you would have gotten a free <laughs> Bloomin' Onion from Outback. Yeah. 
for your birthday, but we know you hate celebrating that. So we just want to know that we've turned off that feature for you. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to antagonize you. Yeah. But everybody else free bloom and onion, baby. Hells. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that feature incorporated into Yappy. Uh-huh. Um, and there should be some way that they can, Yappy can text like a barcode or something like that, that you then take to Outback to get your free bloom and onion. So, um, oh, and Outbacks yeah. are pretty much everywhere, you know? So I feel like uh-huh. it's not like... Do they have them in oh, Australia? Oh, big city. Um, I don't think they do, <laughs> but I don't know if Yappy has any Australian clients. Yeah. So it yeah. may not be a problem. Okay. I mean, I, most of Yappy's clients are in fucking Calabasas, California, uh-huh. and the Inland Empire and all those places. Plenty of Outbacks there. Sure. We'll be fine. No, you're right. Yep. We will be fine. I mean, you have Outbacks up there, right? We do. We do. It's, yeah, a, so it's family, family favorite. We love going there. I don't remember the last time I went to Outback. It's been a while. I do love the salad at Outback because well, they granted it comes it's been in a, a chilled bowl. Eight weeks since I've gone anywhere, really. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, we've gotten out to eat a couple times. Uh-huh. Um, we went to a burger place called Hop Dotty, which is uh, uh, out of Austin. They opened one here, um, and they've got a nice patio. There's probably four other families. Spread out on the patio. It was cool. I mean, it was it was nice to be out eating yeah, somewhere yeah. out. And then the next day, we went to a, a place called Torchy's Tacos, which is one of my favorites. Another place from Austin that opened up here. Wow. Um, and they have this huge building uh, that is normally packed with people. Um, and they had like eight tables in this whole huge building. And I'm just watching it like this. How is this profitable? There's there's no chance this is profitable. No. The bar was open. The bar had about twelve people at the bar. But the rest wow. of the restaurant, there was like six tables. So, but it was wow. cool. It was cool just to get to go out. And yeah. like, there's some things that don't do take out well. A blooming uh-huh. onion is one of them. Okay. You know, imagine a blooming onion 15 minutes after it's made, 15, 20 minutes, like when it gets to your door. All chewy. That's and, sopping yeah. grease, grease mess. No one wants that. Nah. Um, and tacos are kind of like, Torchy's tacos are kind of like that because they're pretty loaded tacos. So they're okay. soggy by the time yeah. they get to you. So, yeah. How are their nachos? It, I don't. I'm getting nachos. <laughs> I don't do nachos anymore either. I don't even think they make nachos, which okay. is why they're my favorite okay. because they realize that nachos are are a, a poor option. Yeah. Um, white man's Mexican food. There you go. Um, is uh, you won't catch Mijo, our, our friend Mijo <laughs> Anthony Gonzalez eating eating nachos. So yeah, that's how you didn't know. think so. Didn't think so. That's how you know. Um, so yeah, we found the solution. Gina, get get so. on a deal with uh, Outback Steakhouse, free blooming onions on birthdays, uh-huh. and uh, who could complain about that? Exactly, killer feature. Um, Lance, this is your week for a song, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm stealing it from you. That, that's fine. I actually had a few weeks in a row of a lot of songs. So you did. You're you're okay. It's it's not so much about that. It's that I found a song we have to fucking talk about. Okay. All right. Well, share this with me. your friends. If you have any friends who are um, big fans of Bloomin' Onions and uh, would like to have free Bloomin' Onions on their birthday, tell them about the show. That's how we grow the show. One Bloomin' Onion lover at a time. Uh, Hit us up with a rating. Lance, what uh, rating would you give a Bloomin' Onion? Big fan of five. Me too. Uh, Five. Five five stars for the Bloomin' Onion. Five stars for us. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Um, hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all of the social bullshits. Uh, Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Funny shit for dentists and dental team members. Twitter, at Winterferences. 
uh, Instagram at Winter Francis. Lance can be found on Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD. I can be found on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. Smash that follow button. Um, I have to tell you about the song I found, Lance. Okay. This uh, song is by a, a rapper called Risque. And Risque is a female rapper. And the name of this song is. Let me smell yo dick. <laughs> huh. Um, <laughs> and it's about a woman wanting to smell her boyfriend's so, so, dick. so it's not a clever title is what you're saying. No, it's not an illusion. She literally would like to smell his dick. Okay. Uh, um <laughs> <laughs> I think the official name of the song is actually Smell Yo Dick. Um, but okay. colloquially, we all call it Let Me Smell Yo Dick. Okay. Um, right. <laughs> huh. I found a, a Washington uh, Examiner article uh, by Amanda Hess about this song. Uh, okay. It says, Smell Yo Dick, Risque says is based upon a relationship she had several years ago. After a growing suspicion that her man was cheating on her, she said, one night I just asked him to let me smell his dick. Quote. <laughs> one, to see if he'd let me do it, and two, to see if he'd been cheating. Was it like a Against rainbow party odds, on that thing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Against all odds, the man did in fact let her smell his dick. Quote, Risque says, after a lot of cussing, yeah, he did, because he had to. If he didn't, he would be admitting admitting to cheating. And was he cheating? Amanda asks. Yeah, he was cheating, and he was no longer my boyfriend anymore after that night that I smelled his dick. <laughs> Risque, this is so good. Risque goes on to admit that smelling his dick isn't the easiest way to tell if he's cheating. <laughs> I could have hired a private investigator or gone through his phone, she says, but it is the most shaming. I wanted to put him in an embarrassing situation. A lot of guys do cheat and tell me that my girl did that to me and it's embarrassing. If you don't cheat, then you don't have to deal with getting your dick smelt when you get home. And she hasn't had to smell a dick since. As it turns out, writing a song about smelling a guy's dick is a strong deterrent to your man getting into a situation where you have to ask to smell his dick. <laughs> this is written in a paper, Lance. This is published to journalism. Oh, my. I haven't had to do that again, Risque says, and I don't think I will since I did a song. I think a guy wants to be faithful now. Forgive me, Risque. I will never doubt you again. Lance... May I introduce you to the masterpiece that is Smell Yo Dick? Sounds great. <laughs> For Lance Timmerman, I'm Joshua Austin. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags. DJ Quest. Nothing. What the fuck is you doing? Who the fuck is you?
Zip 